Hi, this is Jack Dyer, and this is Call or Go Ahead, a show made up of voicemails left by listeners at 702-546-6329. Enjoy the show. So you're asking for stories. I have a lot based on love and loss and all that. But one story that I've never really told anybody is the story of a girl who fell in lust with a boy and got pregnant. And nobody knew she was pregnant. And she spent nine months of her life hiding this pregnancy and never really doing anything about it until one day she went into labor. And she gave birth to a beautiful baby girl. Nobody still knew, not even the guy. Nobody still knows to this day. She put the baby up for adoption. Beautiful baby girl. She'll be four in January. And... On occasion, you see pictures of her. She has her mother's hair and facial structure and her daddy's eyes. But to this day, nobody knows. Nobody in her immediate life knows anyways. And it's kind of sad. But after four years, how do you explain to people that you had a baby and gave her up? And nobody in your life knew because you were so alone and so separated from everybody. So it's a story of love and loss, and it's kind of sad, but now somebody will know, and maybe other people will know too. Hi, hello. I've been meaning to call for maybe like a week. I found um, this number on Tumblr, and I've been meaning to call. I'm not sure, um, like, I mean, I'm not sure what what to do because it's sort of an ongoing thing, but... um, yeah, I don't know. Um, right now, I just got home from. Uh, I'm making quotation marks on my fingers. Um, I just got home from a kickback. Um, this girl from work that I had a crush on, she invited me, and so I went. Um, it was fun, I guess. Fun. Drank a lot and. Uh, I met up with her. She she's she's very pretty. But um I don't know. I I really like this other girl that I've been talking to on the internet. Um we have a lot of things in common and she's very cool and she's very pretty and I'm very upset that I haven't met her even I mean, she lives in the same city. It's ridiculous that we haven't met. But um I mean, I don't know. I just, I told her that I liked her, and she said she just wants to keep it, I, I don't know, casual or whatever. Um, she says she doesn't want a relationship, but she, she very, very much enjoys talking to me, so she wants to keep me around. So I've been, I've continued to talk to her, and I really, really like her. I don't know. It's kind of sad to like someone on the internet, even though you've never, ever met her. I don't know. Um, I figured since I'm drunk, this would make a very cool, um, very cool, very honest, very genuine um, message to leave. Um, I think the limit is three minutes, and I'm about two and a half minutes here. So, 
I don't know, figure since I'm drunk, it would be very genuine and very honest and very raw, whatever it is I, I left on here. So, um, thank you to whoever set this up. This is a really cool idea, man. Um, I really hope you, you keep it up. And, uh, that's it. Um, I really hope you keep it up. And I hope you make this into a cool podcast. And I'm sorry for being drunk and pathetic and dumb. But, um, I really like this internet girl, even if I made out with this girl from work. Um, I don't know. Hey, so I follow you on Instagram. I saw this number and I was just really curious about what this is all about. Um, I'm also a single parent and, um, so I didn't know if it, I didn't know if it was expect. But, um, uh, anyways, enjoy all your posts. All right. Thanks. Bye. I just listened to what you just put on. I think it's a fantastic idea to go with it. This is fantastic. Pretty rad idea. Good job. High five. Oh, God. Podcasts are so fucking lame. Yeah, hi. This is Vic in Norway, where the sun is just coming up. And I'm about to put on my boots and uh, take my dog for a walk down by the water. I don't know why I want you to know that, but I thought that was kind of important. So just think of me wandering down on the rocks in the dark in Norway. All right. Bye. Hello. I'm homesick today, and I'm a little lonely and bored, so I figured I would call and just kind of fluishly rant for a little bit. Maybe not rant, rant that's not the right word. I just started watching Twin Peaks for the first time. I live in the Northwest, and and so this is one of those shows that's always been a part of my life that I've never really recognized before. I grew up with people who lived in the town where it was filmed, and I grew up going to the places that are obsessed with it. All of my favorite cafes have the Cooper thing on the menu where you order coffee and you get free pie. And I never really got it until I started watching the show. And I'm here on my couch, wrapped up in the blanket with a very low fever. And I'm finally kind of understanding why this is important and why this is so much a part of where I live. The Northwest is a really weird place. It's very natural, but also kind of unnatural at the same time. And it's so strange to find a story that is so very much about a location that it all just kind of clicks and makes sense. This story and this show has always been a part of my life that I never really realized until I sat down to actually watch it. Anyway, I have a low-grade fever, so I'm probably rambling. But, damn, Twin Peaks is amazing. I'm in love. I'm in love for the first time. Glorious, wonderful, beautiful love. And I feel so loved by my boyfriend. But he's married. So I'm also the saddest I've ever been. I'm really not sure how to tell anybody that I'm going to miss her. So I'm telling her voicemail. But I will miss her. I think that's all I really have to say. This is Influenza Twin Peaks Girl from earlier. I'm on Season 2, Episode uh, 
three or four? I don't know. I have a fever of 101, and they just got to the part where they're talking about outer space. And holy shit, why did it take me 26 years to watch this TV show? This is blowing my mind. I feel like if I were watching this in any other state of mind, it wouldn't be hitting as hard. But holy fuck, this is the best thing I could have possibly done on a day home from work. Holy shit, Twin Peaks. I am alone with two cats after getting back from a night with some friends, all women in our late 20s who are in tech, and we had great discussions over beers about what to do with our lives and about how our parents knew what they were doing and had their shit together by the time they were almost 30. And how pretty much us and everyone else that we know still has no idea. And it was super reassuring to know that other people that are like me also have no idea what they're doing, but are still trying their best. And that's it. Allie Reynolds. Everyone at college says to do whatever you like best or to follow your heart. But if you spend your entire life in school or in class, how am I supposed to know what I like to do? Okay, I need advice. Um, I don't know what I want to do with my life. Like, I just, I don't know what I enjoy. I don't know what I want, like, at all. Like, I, I don't know what I want to do ever at all. I don't, like, find things enjoyable. I don't find types of working enjoyable. It's all just like some of it's less pleasant than other, but none of it's like, oh my god, I could do this all day, every day, forever. None of like I'm going into advertising because it's different every day and it's problem solving and it's creative and it's it's thinking about things in different ways and it's it's not the same every day and I think that's gonna be the best option for me right now. But Honestly, I like, like, if I'm doing something and it's repetitive and stuffing envelopes or putting together packages, that's not, like, in my, I can turn my brain off. That's good. Like, I like that, I think. Maybe because it's, like, numbing. Maybe it's just, like, what I enjoy, but that's so, I don't know. I don't want to say, like, low level because that's super classic and I don't, not want to do it because it'd be a lower-paid job or it would be a less prestigious job, but I just feel, I don't know, like I've been told I'm, I'm intelligent my whole life. Like, I'm in an honors program here at school. I was in whatever in high school. Like, I feel bad about not going into science because I was good at that and math because I was good at that. Like, I kind of feel shitty that I'm not going to be a doctor, an astrophysicist, or an Aerospace engineer, which was one of the options that I was considering. Because I feel like I'm smart enough to do it, but I don't like it. Like, should I do something that maybe I can do some good with, like helping companies solve their problems by being an advertiser, or should I just, I don't know, be part of an assembly line and go work for the post office in Fort Mayo. I mean, it's an important job, but I just, I don't know, waste God-given talent on something that maybe I don't even really enjoy.
Maybe I just like it because, like, I don't have to think about it. And thinking leads to, I don't know, hating myself. So maybe if I get over that, I can find something I enjoy. But, like, I'm 20. I'm going to run out of time. Like, Hi, I follow you on Twitter, so I thought I would call and complain because I'm in med school and it's, like, the worst thing I've ever done, except for it's also the best. Um, but I guess what I, like, just, like, hit me today is I had an epiphany today, and it's that I'm an adult now, which is weird for me to think about. But I think I've thought of myself as an adult for a long time, but you don't realize, like, like last year, I was in college and I was reading these articles. I don't know if they became big last year or like, I don't even know when, but like the thought catalog ones where it's like, oh, these are the things you should be doing in your twenties. And these are the things you definitely should not be doing in your twenties. And these are all, these are a bunch of a list of things that adults do properly and children do not. And what I realized, well, after that, soon after that, is that adults don't have any time to be reading those. So you know what adults are doing? Not reading those stupid articles. <laughs> and then today, I realized, you know what else adults are doing? Not having dental insurance and thinking that they have a cavity and asking their parents for money again because I'd want to turn my heat up above 58 degrees. But now I'm just not going to anymore. And basically just living life like an absolute slob but i live alone so it's fine so yeah i guess i guess that's what i did today um my name's brooke i follow you on twitter and yeah i shouldn't have said mental sucks actually i do i like it but i'm also the dumbest person in my class like actually the dumbest like the first two exam i need to stop saying the word like i don't even know how to talk but the first two exams of med school, I got the lowest score out of 200 people. No, I did improve after that, and I've been doing fine. But, ah, my life is a mess, and it's great. Did I mention I have a cavity, I think? Well, yeah, I just had a had a guy call, and uh, he told me that his shitter is broken, and uh, he was just going on and on how his quote-unquote shitter was broken. And I had to interrupt and, and told him I don't handle his shitters. <laughs> yeah, I handle kitchen faucets. So, shitter's full, I guess. Uh, I think I'm in love with a heroin addict. Well, he's recovered, but he never really recovered, I guess, from addiction. Um, I didn't think he was my type, but... I think that that probably is my type. It's better than loving someone who flies a hot air balloon. For me, probably. I need someone to fix, but I shouldn't fix him myself. I'm just there to support him. Okay, bye. Oh, wow. <laughs> um, I'm suddenly really nervous. Um, this is Emily, and I guess I'm just calling because I've been waiting to figure out the right thing to call about, and I can't stop thinking about, uh, like, trauma and what happens afterwards. I, in August, survived a, like, pretty bad drug overdose. And I guess the thing that nobody tells you about when your life falls apart is that even when you fix it, even when you 
make a whole new life, you still carry all the bits and pieces from your old life with you, and you still have that trauma just on your, not on your skin, but, like, just under it. And you're, it's always kind of coming up, like you bump into something, and all of a sudden you have this huge bruise. Like, it's like a handprint of, like, what used to be there that's not anymore. Um, And I think that's really something that's hard for a lot of people who survive things, is that the narrative is kind of, oh, well, surviving is what's important and, and what matters. But once you get past that, what do you do? Like, what do you do? How do you, how do you make a life out of surviving? Is I guess what I've been thinking a lot about. Um, yeah, this is stupid. Um, sorry, this is really dumb. This is meant to be like poignant and meaningful, but it's just like trite, confessional crap. So I'm gonna go. Thank you. Goodbye. See ya. Oh my god. David Selgren is such a fucking bitch. Like, <laughs> what the hell? He's just like a little chihuahua. He's like, he's a chihuahua, basically. He's small, he's annoying, and he just starts crap constantly. And I kind of want to punt him, but at the same time, I, I want to throw him. Like, I can't decide what I'm going to do. So you guys need to help me out here. All right. I'm tired, and no amount of sleep seems to take care of the tiredness. Is this some kind of weird middle-aged ennui? It's not the fin de siècle anymore, so what the hell is this all about, man? Okay, so someone just left this number, so I just called it. So this one time, well, my friend and I got super stoned. You know, we just started and started drinking and I basically ended up breaking his couch. Wow, you're uh, really putting me on the spot here. Uh, I didn't assume that my voice message would become a blog, podcast, or whatever the fuck you want to call it. Um, so what can I tell you? Um, I've been working for a company that's uh, laid me off, but I'm working through the end of the year, so I am frantically trying to get a new job before the end of the year so I can make some money, pay for my kids, all that fun stuff. Um, My ex-wife is going through a freaking nervous breakdown, so I'm kind of torn between, um, you know, sadness and kind of a little bit of enjoyment. Um, Have to pick up my daughter from ballet class in an hour, just finished cooking dinner for my son, who's playing basketball for the um, his first year for the high school basketball team. And I have to write a script for a presentation that's due tomorrow, and I haven't started yet, so I'm probably going to be up all night. And I guess that's really what's on my mind right now, so do with it or don't do with it. Hope you have a good day. Take care. It's 18 degrees in Anoka, Minnesota, 9.48 a.m., Wednesday, December 3rd. 
I'm so tired of winter. I could just explode. Yet I choose to live here. Okay. Rock on. Before I leave for school every morning, I listen to Make Me Proud by Drake. Or goodbye. I'm not sick anymore. I got over the flu that I had last week. And I know who killed Laura Palmer. Thank you for listening to this episode. You can find more episodes on Spotify and iTunes. We also post episodes to YouTube, individual messages to Twitter, TikTok, and Instagram. All of those are at CallerGoAhead. And you can find all of our work at CallerGoAhead.com. The show is made possible by the games we make, Party Games, Super Fight, Red Flags, the miniatures game Gatefall. You can find out about all of those at JackDyer.com. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time.